the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's amore when the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's amore bells will ring tingle-ling-a-ling tingle-ling-a-ling and you'll sing the Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 112 of What a Beautiful Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Andy, and I am back home, so I don't sound as good anymore. No, you <laughs> sounded great on the East Coast, where you where you were for the past some time. Yes, I was on the East Coast for a while, and I am back on the West Coast, and I have a lot more echoes, so you'll just have to bear with me, because there's really not much I can do about that except record in my closet, which I really don't want to do. No, man, just set up a nice little sound studio in there, right next to your <laughs> shirts. I've got, lots of, I've got lots of room for that. Yeah... But Andy's back on the West Coast. All is right with the world. The the, the world continues to turn. Mm-hmm. We're in the last mile of Golden Wind. We and... sure are. Have you been following the character trailers, Jack? Because they are. Uh, what was so... the last one? Mista. I, I well, you know what? Let's call an audible and just watch the Mista trailer together. How about oh, that? God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Great radio, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is great. <laughs> if you just Google Mr. JoJo trailer, it comes right up. It's twenty seconds. I know. I've seen it. Okay. I'm I'm saying for the listeners at home. Oh boy. Ooh. Oh gosh. Look at that man. Love this man. He looks fantastic. Honestly, I think uh, he might have gotten the best translation from the manga to the anime. He looks incredible. I love the little hat flip he does that, like, sends his, like, little arrow up. It's like, all right, bullets. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sex Pistols looks really good. Uh, I'm glad... I'm glad the... Mista's orange and blue colors all, like, classic. If orange and blue plus purple gun, great. Anything else, not so great. I used to like white and green Mista, the uh, Mista Second SAS. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of that anymore. Yeah, I, I could never really get into that. Well, the same way I could never really get into the uh, the alternate gold experience and gold experience Requiem, the white and pink ones. Uh, that never did oh, anything yeah. for me. It's I, I just feel like that if your character has a name in it, a, a, a color name in it, it should always be that color. Like Hierophant That's Green fair. should always be green. Hermit Purple should always be purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Star Platinum kind of gets a pass because of Platinum stand. No one knows what Platinum looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it gets away. It's like, I guess Platinum could be green, blue, gray, purple. Well, sure. all, the, all the above, you know. Who's, who's to say, really? Yeah, and I just rem- remembered looking at the Mista First SAS, why I didn't get this one. Because they made his boots and gun black, and it looks terrible. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at mine right now. Yeah, why did they do that? Yeah, no no tea, no shade on, on yours. But, like, this is the reason why I didn't get this. Because, like, the black boots, black gun, no thanks. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just a, I'm just a completionist sucker. So well. I had to, I had to have all all the team. I had to have the of whole course. gang. But yeah, my no, shelf ha- with the entire Park Five squadron looks amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna get uh, what's his fuck <laughs> the the villain? Prosciutto. I well, I have all the other fucking part five ones, so I guess I'm gonna get him too. <laughs> but when was that announced? Yeah. Like ten years ago. Has Medicos it... is a bad toy company. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't even remember how many one fests ago that got announced that I, it still is not available for any I sort think of. It was three. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. The fact that I actually was able to pre-order the Gyro Zeppeli SAS, like I feel like, was some kind of like milestone. It's like the Half Life three of of figures. It's the fucking Kingdom Hearts three of figures. Like, honestly, though. And like, I guess those horses, those horse statues are gonna come out. Eventually. Well, yeah, they put the horse in all of the product images for Gyro, but that's not up for pre-order either. Yeah, and that thing's gonna be like a lot of money for what is essentially like a highly detailed horse sculpt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and me being a complete dumbass, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, the, I can't wait to see like pictures of Gyro like on Figma horse. Like, mm, that's not where you belong. <laughs> no. But, and I, I'm still really weirded out that they did Gyro's horse first and not Johnny's horse, considering Johnny is the one that is a paraplegic. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I... Do you think logic enters any of Medicos's like, No, absolutely not. We, we, we know this. They are the absolute worst toy manufacturer They're in so bad at this. <laughs> They have, like, one of the hottest properties in the market, and they have no idea what to do with it. That's why they gave the, the chibi rights to, to Good Smile, because they're just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, we tried, <laughs> but it how make work? How make small figures? <laughs> and, like, bad, those little good. fake Medicos uh, Nendroids were pretty good. I, I had no issue with I like them. I have the Kira and the Killer Queen and the Iggy, and they're great. I mean, it's sure. just... It's like a, it's, it's just the like, same. It's it's just like an Android. Three. It's the same. Think, yeah. Oh wait, I think didn't they make Josuke? Yeah, so I like have four. Josuke as well. Yeah. Okay. I'll never <laughs> understand. Hopefully, jo- they pick up the pace. Yes, yeah, just or, make fucking Figma Jojo already. God damn it! Just <laughs> it's like uh, I'm already super bought into this dumb line. But if they just decided, you know what? Screw it. We're making figures now. I I wouldn't even be mad. I would not yeah, even be mad. Yeah. Eh. Anyway, so goes. this is not a toy podcast. This is a comics uh, podcast. And we're going to read some was. comics. So, where we last left off, uh, everything's bad. Yeah, everything's bad. We're still we're still Freaky Friday. Uh, Narantia we are died. down. Yeah, we're down Narantia. So, Jorno got his body back. So, he is the only one not Freaky Friday. Uh, rest in peace, Narantia. I love, I love that sweet child. Yeah, rest in peace, you beautiful air hog boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bruno's in Diavolo's body, uh, and Trish and Mista are still swapped. Uh, the Requiem Plays Quietly Part 7 has a killer cover page. Oh, yeah, uh, just, with, just with this gang, squad line. Gang, up. gang, and, and gang killer. Uh, I was going to say yeah, killer. killer King, <laughs> King Crimson looking on in the back. Yeah, and like touching Mista's leg down there i love how in all these panels he's just been like hiding just out of view it's really amazing yeah we don't see him head on yet because we still don't know uh where diavolo's soul is because vinnie dops uh rip in pieces died in bruno's body which was essentially oh right yeah so 
that's still a little confusing how that works, but I'm just going to let it slide. <laughs> yeah, and starting this chapter off, we have a real, just, hey, you know what this needs? Comedy. Oh, yeah, great. This is a great spot to have some comic relief. So let's see how all these horrified people are right now. <laughs> oh, man. You want to do voices for this? Yes, I, I will do all the voices. <laughs> Do do the lady, I'll do the guy. So okay. this is a, a guy and his girlfriend. They have swapped spaces. And begin. Are, are you, well, you're the, yeah, but the, the girl? No, I'm the guy in the girl's body, and the girl is in the guy's body. Oh, okay. So oh, that you, speech bubble is coming from off, sc- off screen. Yeah. I think that's the girl. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey! Quit crying. Not like there's anything we could do about this, right? <laughs> I can't hold it in any longer. This is it. I'm, I'm going to piss my pants. Uh, this The guy is just on the ground crying. Didn't I tell you? Just pull down the zipper, then hold it in your fingers and take it out. Don't you have a little brother or anything? You do it. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you handle it for me. I mean, it's yours, right? You can pull down the zipper and take it out. I can't do something that gross. What? What? I can't do that. Uh, uh, that is definitely not okay. I, I mean, in theory, but it would look really bad. <laughs> what are you going to do, huh? What if someone sees us? Take it out. Uh, comedy over. Now into uh, cop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is the police. Oh. You're under arrest. This, right. this cop is fucking Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> oh my god, he is. Because uh, in the last chapter we saw that there were two cops in the car, plus a criminal in the back. Uh, one of the cops got swapped with a criminal. The other, uh, and that's that's this cop right now, the other got swapped uh, with a bird <laughs> that was on the car. Love Silver Chariot Requiem. Oh, yeah, so Um, good. Yeah, so we have the criminal in the cop's body just, like, laughing and throwing his handcuffs around. (laughs) Oh, and this other cop, the cop that's a bird is just shooting his gun. (laughs) That's what, just bang, bang. Get me out of here. Bang. (laughs) Huh? Did you say something? Hmm? Out with it. You like mouthing off to an officer of the law? Better do it while you still can, then. You're under jingle. arrest for interfering with the police. Jingle jangle goes his handcuffs, and he handcuffs this woman is on the ground because she got swapped with her baby. Ah, oh, great. Mm, not, not body horror at all. <laughs> nice. Real nice. Damn, I just love this world. This ain't a dream. I could do anything I want. Like Lux finally smiled on me. The 21st century is all mine now, baby. I hate this man. Oh, uh, Trish runs past him. Hey, you. You're under arrest. Why don't you come down to the station with me, brat? Uh- yeah, right. Mista as Trish shoots him in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> like, Trish. no hesitation. Just shoots this guy in the fucking mouth. Yeah, and this is, this is the coolest that Trish has looked in a while. Uh-huh. Like, God damn. Like, shoots this guy in the mouth, through the teeth, out the back of his cheek. Like, shoots his ear off. Fantastic. 
Uh, Trish, as Mista, turns around. Something wrong, Mista? No, nothing at all. When he jumped out at us, I mistook him for the boss. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, uh, wait a s- What happened here? Did, what? Uh, his, oh, Mista put the, the handcuffs through the bullet hole and handcuffed him to this light pole. <laughs> do, you, do you see that? Yes, yes, I see it. It's incredible. Oh, oh my god. It's just a policeman. I'll keep watch around us. Nobody's getting close as long as I'm here. You guys can back Bukalati up. The rest of Gangweed advances slowly. Jorno has the turtle, which is Polnareff, by the way. Yeah, keep that uh, in mind. <laughs> yeah, remember the, the actual turtle this. is dead in in Polnareff's dead body because <laughs> yeah, cause rip fucking, Mr. President because part five. <laughs> yeah, part five. I see this requiem. Ugh, ugh, ugh. The people of Rome just waking up in in different bodies. So uh, poor, sad Silver Chariot is still just walking, just still strolling, just trudging along, holding the arrow. He uh, the, fulfilling... his uh, his master's body is dead. He doesn't know what mm-hmm. to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's just protecting the arrow as his last order. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, like a robot that had its programming go haywire. He just doesn't know what to do other than just keep protecting this arrow. Yeah, like a like a golem, like yeah. old legends about golems that are just like whoa, we actually doing what was toned to do. We actually kind of get a close up on his face here, which is bizarre. yeah, yeah. It's just like a mannequin face. There's really no distinguishing features. It's still like all black. It doesn't seem to be heading anywhere. And it doesn't have any emotions either. It isn't taking the slightest glance at my face or where it's going. Although it kind of does, it does kind of look like a living creature. It also kind of looks like black plastic. Ooh! Gives him the old razzle dazzle. <laughs> gives him the old. Gives him a big steppy. Just trips Silver Chariot Requiem. Drops the arrow. <laughs> it doesn't seem to detect me as an enemy. Its movements and power are slow and dull, and it is, ma- it is a materialized stand. Even normal people can touch and see it. Uh, okay? Well, hang on. We, we, I think we've seen that before in part four at least a little bit. I, I mean, I guess surface kind of counts. I was going to say surface. But surface um, is just possessing the wooden doll, but... Uh, I'm trying yes. to think if there's anything else that was a materialized stand, quote-unquote. Like, whatever the fuck Miki Taka was, I still yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess also, you know, stand power is Requiem Super Saiyan. All the rules are out the. With the, the yeah, giant. That's the fair. air quotes the size of the Empire State Building. Yeah, rules. it's just like, eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I love the little thing of Silver Chariot face planning as the arrow drops by Jorno. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Bellissimo. But, but how? He's doing something weird with gold experience here. Yeah, this is the same thing that happened with Zipperman. Because when Bruno went to go, Bruno in Diablo's body went to pick up the arrow, uh, Sticky Fingers physically stopped him. Oh and right, yeah, because Re- Requiem's ability stand energy. Yeah, he's controlling the stand energy and turning the stands against their masters. 
Yeah, so when Jordan goes to try to pick it up, uh, Gold Experience, like, erupts out of his hand and through the, like, the ground. Which is a really cool, like, image here. Just half of Gold Experience's face just like, hey, buddy, don't try it. And then as soon as Jorno goes to, like, pick up a rock or something, goes away. Um, it's also raining. Is it... Is that important for later on? I think it might be. That I think raining. it might but, be. <laughs> yeah, but Trish picks up a rock. Um, that didn't work. It's not letting us near. It doesn't just affect stands. Even if you try to touch it with an object, it just bounces off. This arrow may indeed be invincible. Now that I see just how unsolvable this problem is, I'm getting more convinced that it's the power of solitude that refuses to let anything near it. It's getting back up. Oh, I just realized what happened. Jorno tried to throw a rock at the arrow. And it just uh, bounced back, yeah. Yeah, it just bounced into Trisha's hand. Uh, how, how are we supposed to pick up the arrow? It's right in front of us. Hey, Requiem will not allow any stand user to take the arrow. But what if someone who isn't a stand user tried to pick the arrow up? What do you think would happen? For example... If one of those people just woke up, normal people without any powers, if they approached the arrow... Requiem just stood back up. It's trying to walk again. Well, what That's... do you think? Don't ask me. How should I know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Palmer F, in, as Mr. President, not waiting for an answer, uses his turtle beak to grab the arrow. <laughs> Oh, I've never wanted to see a turtle sweat less. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh, hey, hey, what are you? I, I am just a soul who clung to a turtle in my last moments. I am no longer a stand user. That's why I can touch it. Mr. Hurry, pierce your stand on this arrow. He's lifting it. Oh, ooh. Uh, Silver Chariot dashes back into frame and su and a big old hunk of Diavolo's leg is just gone. Ooh. What? 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 Re Requiem suddenly turned back? Pierce your stand now, mister! Jorno. Oh, that's oh, Trish. Is this? Is it? Uh, it's Polnareff. Go ahead, sorry. Jorno, stop Requiem. It's... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. I can't. It's too far away. I won't make it. Mister, protect Polnareff. All right. This, this, there's a lot happening on this page. We've said that a lot, but man, these last... This last chunk of chapters is so much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mister in Trisha's body goes to shoot Silver Chariot, but... Silver Chariot destroys Vista's gun. <laughs> it just falls apart. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it just cracks right down the middle. What? No. My, my gun is... Bu why? And King, King Crimson continues to watch in the background. Just... Ha. Ah, oh, man. Alright. The, the last chapter part of eight. The Requiem plays quietly. Let's go. And here's Black Jorno with the mm -hmm. uh, pink and white golden experience. Uh, his legs, at least. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. What? What? Why? When did it... What? Where did it break? It was perfectly fine when that policeman came at us. Mister, 
What are you doing, mister? It's because he's holding the arrow. Drop it, Polnareff. Drop the arrow. No. Why is it broken? Oh, shit. <laughs> Silver Chariot Requiem comes after Turtle Polnareff. And then Mr. Trish pulls out a regular gun. <laughs> yeah, just a regular-ass gun. Uh, I f- forget when she picked this up. Uh, this comes with the SAS for Trish. Yes, like, and I have her... I have Trish with the gun, like, side-aiming the gun, and then I have Spice Girls with the big pole screaming behind her. <laughs> that, that's a good use of $7 right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The most worthless JoJo figure ever made, Trish. (laughs) Such a shame. Good thing I've still got this pistol. I stole it from that cop, just in case. She fucking caps Silver Chariot right in the fucking head. And we see his face. You can kind of see his teeth and his eye a little bit. Yeah, it's just like blank white eye, white teeth, blows away part of his head, spins off Polnareff, still clutching the arrow. What's wrong? Well, tell me, Pistols, why is my revolver broken? I want answers. Isn't it because the boss is close to us? Huh? The hell's wrong with your brain, number five? Are you saying someone got to us in this wide-open plaza? Nobody saw it when it broke. It's metal fatigue. You've been too rough on your gun these past few days. The cylinder axle snapped. That's because you haven't had any time to maintain and inspect it. I sure why not? Hey, uh, Silver Chariot, back up, still hole in head. Oh man, what? Huh? He's he's still coming? Is is he after me? Uh, no, yeah. Mister. What in the? I'm the one it wants. Even though I'm not touching the arrow anymore. Even though he took back the arrow. Ah, he he's fast. I dropped the arrow, but it's still charging at me. Ooh, oh my god, good golly gosh. Okay, so there's a lot going on. This is a two-page spread. So Gold Experience punches Silver Chariot so hard that his limbs fall off. While, no, he punches him so hard in the face that he has lateral spin while (laughs) Mista shoots off his limbs with bullets. (laughs) Did Araki get the bullet count right? I'm very curious. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, it was pretty close. All right, there you go. Yeah. He didn't forget. Uh, Yeah, and even missing uh, both of his feet, one arm, Silver Chariot still advances towards Polnareff. Since I touched the arrow, Requiem is trying to kill me for sure. Nobody in the world can approach that arrow. No stand user and no normal person either. Run, mister. Keep your distance. Retreat. I need bullets, pistols. Reload. This isn't a revolver. The cartridges take time. We need time to reload. Silver Chariot advances closer and closer, about to grab Polnareff. This is the end. Trish grabs onto a light post, holding Polnareff like a football, kicks Silver Chariot right in its fucking face, knocks it to the ground. (laughs) 
Silver Chariot tries to climb up this pole like a bear after some honey. <laughs> I'm passing it to you, Jorno. Catch! I'm throwing you the turtle! Oh, no. Wait. Silver Chariot's arm comes out of the pole. Yeah, because we saw Silver Chariot, after it got arrowed, uh, be able to, like, move and goop. That's that's what's happening right here. Huh? What? Huh? And suddenly, Trish is no longer holding the holding Polnareff, and there's a big old hole in this light pole. Nobody seems to know what happened. Polnareff! Ah! Step. 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 Sniff. Sniff. Step. Silver Chariot still missing uh, its one arm that it's holding in the same hand as the arrow. Uh, just sniffs the air a little bit and keeps on walking. Polnareff is unharmed. <laughs> and he's, I like how Silver Chariot's now just carrying his arm just like, yeah, it's just, whatever. Yeah. Can't hurt me. So, okay. So everybody's yeah. really confused. Everyone's super confused. Same, honestly. Mm-hmm. The Polnareff at the top there. What? 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 A again? He, what? He's al- just what? He he's alive, but but how? It was trying to attack the turtle with incredible power up until now. Why did it suddenly stop? Are you alright, Polnareff? What what was that, huh? That motherfucker just keeps getting more confusing. I told you about Requiem back in the Coliseum. Do you remember, Mista? There is something beyond. Didn't I tell you that? There is something beyond Requiem's ability to switch people's personalities. And I don't know what that something is. And I believe at this point, now I'm starting to understand. Why did Requiem suddenly stop trying to kill me? I finally understand now what Requiem's true objective is. Requiem stopped because it is time to begin. My body has... And suddenly a weird claw monster spurts out of Polnareff's turtle body. Okay, this just keep getting better. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> it's starting to change. That's why it stopped trying to kill me. Ah, oh, this is more body horror than you can handle. Ah, love it. That is the out of control Requiem's objective. The ability to switch souls between bodies is, in other words, the ability to switch creatures from our world with something else. The prelude is over and the main piece has begun. That's why it stopped trying to kill me. Oh we boy. See, yeah, we saw we see one of the men who woke up from in the plaza. His face starts to peel away and a monster is looking so, back. So, Jojo has officially gone full half-life. Yeah, full half-life. <laughs> this, this is, is the, a David Cronenberg the film. The fucking Let's resonance cascade. We're going to Zen. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh, this is... Oh, who's... Hmm, I'll do this voice, because this is not Diavolo talking. Because mm-hmm. uh, King Crimson has been watching from the background all this time. Uh, we see a, a woman sprout another head, a guy suddenly has four eyeballs, and a, a second, like a hand coming out of his other hand. Hmm, great. I see. It's all clear now. So this is... Requiem's true terror. However, because of them, I see it. I finally know the answer. 
of how to take the arrow from Requiem, the method. I saw it clearly, all thanks to them. I understand Requiem's secret. I, Diavolo, can obtain that arrow. Ooh. Oh boy. Ooh. Oh boy. Diavolo emerges part one. Oh god. Oh god. Uh, I think this is a narrator talking. Um, real quick, we see some crows it, like flying around suddenly sprout a larger bird around them made of bone. Uh, this, Like I said, this lady's growing a second head. This guy's growing a second face. It's all happening so much. Uh, I think this is narration here. Something else. The history of life on our planet spans four and a half billion years, but in just a few hours, it'll all be transformed into something else. Every last bit of it. What? What the hell is going on? You mean, what's happening to the city? Wait, wait a minute. Is this ability affecting the entire world? They're not dying. It doesn't look like they're fle feeling any pain either. Everyone's just got these blank looks on their faces. But I'm afraid of my mind turning into something else. That fear still exists. The fear that my body and soul will disappear little by little. I... What? Oh, oh God. So, Trish! Oof. Ah, I'm fine, but I'm running out of time. I'm turning too. All of us will eventually. Uh, Trish, Mr. Trish's hand. Uh, we see some HR uh, Giger looking shit start to like come out of it. Like, uh -huh. remember the Pillarman aesthetic? That's yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back in a big way. <laughs> yeah, his hand, his hand just starts to like peel away, revealing like metal. Oh boy. It's finally time to begin. It'll happen at different rates for all of us, but it will happen. P Polnareff, you piece of shit. It's because you brought the hour. The, the arrow. The, the power to defeat the boss? Yeah, right. All you've done is tie a knot around all of our necks. Stop it, mister. Nobody could have predicted this would happen. We'd all be dead if it weren't for the arrow. And the same thing would have happened already as soon as anyone else found the arrow. Find a way to defeat Requiem. We have to get the arrow somehow. The boss is going to make his move too, wherever he is. Chase it down! Oh, th this is King Crimson voice right now. <clears throat> mm -hmm. As the whole gang is running, we see King Crimson... I think I remember uh, what happened to the boss's soul, and I forgot how insane and more absolute dumping on Stan rules it is, but... <laughs> oh, man, is he in a fucking bird? I'll be so mad if he's in a no, bird. No, once you, once you realize that it's even simpler than that, and possibly even stupider than that, but I like it anyways. <laughs> Alright, uh, I, I still haven't remembered, so let's keep going. Ha okay. <laughs> ha yes, good, closer. I see it now, get even closer to Requiem. Because of all your actions, I see how to seize the arrow. Surround it. Get even closer to Requiem. If you get any, even closer, I'll be able to see everything about Requiem's secret from where I am. And then I, my King Crimson, shall snatch the arrow out of its hands. The power of my arrow will be mine, and the world will bow to me. It's that shadow. That shadow coming from Requiem's feet as it walks. Even though the sun is rising to the east, no matter where I go, the shadow always points the same direction for some reason. Requiem's arrow and its secret. I see how to steal the arrow. If I get closer, I will be able to defeat it for certain. Surround Requiem. We're doing it again. Knock the arrow out of its hands and find a way to pick it up. 
Oh, God, I don't want to ever see King Crimson's teeth again. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yes, good. That's right. Get closer. Don't move. Trish, Mukulati, you need to stop too. Right there. Huh? I told you not to move, mister. Stop right there. I think that's, that's Trish, mister. Oh, we can catch up to Requiem right after this. What the hell is your problem? Our bodies are going to disappear. I picked up your revolver, the one that said you said was broken. Your revolver. Oh, we get a quick recap of where all the souls are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Soul. Uh, Trish. Soul. Mista. Turtle. Soul. Polnareff. Mista. Soul. Trish. Diavolo. Soul. Bucolati. Soul and body. Jorno. The surface where it broke off. It doesn't line up. The part where the cylinder connects to the rest of the gun. It just doesn't fit together. If it broke from metal fatigue, then the surfaces should line up. Jorno, what are you trying to say? Bukadlati, stay right there, all of you. I, d I know we don't have any time, but I want you to stay still too, Trish. Step away from each other. Requiem's getting away, goddammit. Get to the point already, Jorno. That probably was Trish already. The pistols were inside the bullets. If they say it's metal fatigue, then it's metal fatigue. I've already got a new Beretta anyway. The surfaces don't line up because some other bits fell off. What could else have happened, huh? You might be right, but there might be more to it. We'll know as soon as we see them. As soon as we see the missing pieces. Uh, and there's a platypus, which it, uh, I'm no bio... Oh, that's a mole. Kind of looks that's like a, a platypus. Moles, yeah, have, moles have beaks? They have a snoot. They have a little snoot. Oh. It, look, it just kind of looks like paws. a beak. <laughs> yeah, I... Rocky probably like looked at a mole real quick. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But <laughs> brown claws, fine. Let's go. It would have been oh, cooler if it was a platypus. Platypuses yeah. are cool. <laughs> Platypuses are cool. But we have this mole scritching around, suddenly coming towards Jorno, holding a piece of Mista's gun. Gold experience. I gave life to the gun and, and set it loose. Moles have barely any eyesight, but their sense of smell is incredibly sharp. Looks like it's come back and brought the missing piece. And it did. It brought a piece of metal that fits right into where this gun broke. Hey, wait a minute. Are you saying someone was strong enough to twist the gun apart? Let me tell you, there's something that me and my pistols are 100% sure about. And that, that's the fact that nobody ever approached oh. us in this plaza. I completely, see, I completely forgot that this is just a regular gun. So it shouldn't have been affected by, by Requiem. It's this gun. I, I, I always forget that this gun isn't, like, part of the stand. Oh, it's yeah, just it's a, not Emperor. Like, Mr. Just, just bought this gun. Yeah. <laughs> he bought this purple-ass gun. Very... You're right, mister. Nobody has approached us. That's why we need to split apart. Five meters. The gun was twisted apart because his range is a few meters. Huh? Dot, 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 dot. Oh, you, you don't... Nobody ever approached Narancho when he died either. Nobody at all, other than us. Ponareff, is it safe oh. to call this possession? Possession? If your theory is right, and the boss does have two personalities, then his soul is free to come and go. Perhaps we might call this a talent of his. Diavolo has possessed one of us. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Uh, this is still Jorna. When he isn't hiding, 
Trish can't sense his presence, and the reason why he's hiding his personality right now is because he's waiting for the perfect chance to take the arrow. And that was the reason why he appeared for one moment and broke the gun. Diablo was observing us in a requiem to find a way to steal the arrow. Dun dun dun. What? Mm -hmm. Wait, hold on a sec. I, it wasn't me. I'm not possessed. I know I'm not. Sorry to repeat myself, but stay away from me, mister. Stay five meters away. My gun got broken, right? It, it must have been someone near me. After I ran into that policeman first, Trish came up to me, then you did too, Giorno. Didn't all of us? We all agree on that. And besides, nobody's closer to your own gun than your than your own self. It It's not me. No, Narancia, yeah, when Narancia got attacked, I was the farthest away, and the closest one was... Zoom in on Diavolo face. Mm-hmm. 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 We can't keep on chasing Requiem like this. But if we do find him, what do we do? What's going to happen to the person he's possessing? Jorno, how do we find him? If one of us has two souls, is there a way to detect that? <laughs> Power stance. Yeah, this is a pretty famous Jorno pose right here. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to do it. Back to King Crimson voice. Damn it, Requiem is getting away. I have to do something. I need to completely control this body and approach Requiem. What should I do? There's no time. Giorno Giovanna, the newcomer. I should have known. I always thought he would be my greatest obstacle. But up, da. Goddamn. Huh. Yeah. Uh. Mm, how many? Yeah, let's let's call it there. We'll 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 get into the the final mystery next week i i honestly could keep doing this forever so yeah let's let's call it there <laughs> yeah if we keep doing this forever we're just gonna finish it tonight and it's gonna be like 12 in the morning it's like well that's golden wind everybody yep uh, thanks for joining us for this six hour podcast extravaganza <laughs> oh i can't feel my legs <laughs> anyway uh back to uh dragon ball yeah i love dragon ball it's so much fun, and I'm glad that I can read it for the first time on this show with my friend Andy. Aww. Aww. Master Roshi used the Kamehameha to dissect... So, fucking hell, I tried to do a clean segue into that and just fell flat on my face. <laughs> used the Kamehameha to successfully put out the fire on Frypan Mountain. But he ended up using too much power and accidentally destroyed the mountain and the castle in the process. So what happened to the sixth Dragon Ball that was supposedly in there? Oolong what did happen to it? Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, are they indestructible? I just had to talk about this cover where oh, Goku has... Goku? Yeah, so like Goku has a fucking... What is this called? Uh... This fuck It's the thing that Daredevil uses. I always forget what it's called. Hold on. What's the pole with three parts? Uh, uh no, it's not called a baton. It's a billy club. Uh it's it's just called a triple staff. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Sanji Goon I is is the name is a Chinese flail weapon that consists of three wooden or metal staffs connected by metal rings or rope. Oh. So weird. Is, <laughs> the weapon is also known as Pan Long Gun Coiling Dragon Staff. Hell yeah. 
That rules. Anyway. Yeah, that was just a fun little weapon thing. But yeah, Goku looks cool here with it. Because that's not the power pole, right? The power pole doesn't break apart. Oh, the power pole's on his back. Yeah, that is the power pole. What the hell is this thing? Eh. Must be nothing. Um... Oh yeah, Oolong and Bulma are exploring the ruins of uh, Ox King's house. <laughs> There's no way we can find the Dragon Ball now. Sure we can, as long as we use the Dragon Radar. Expand! I, oh yeah, I keep forgetting this fucking Google Maps ass Dragon Radar. <laughs> just like, <laughs> twists it, it's like, alright, okay, if we're here, then that means it should be about 50 paces southwest. Ah, oh, Ox King's here. Lovely. It feels so cool now that the first fire's been put out. Now it'll be easy to live here again. Eh, sorry about destroying your castle, though. Don't be silly. We can just rebuild it. Master Roshi, huh? He's one fearsome guy. We'd better not make an enemy of him. Yeah, uh, Yancha and Poir are just hiding behind this rock, watching this old man demolish a fucking castle. That was an awesome move. Can you teach it to me, Gramps? Ho, 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 that's impossible. It takes at least 50 years of training in order to grasp the art of the Kamehameha. 50 years? Hmm. <laughs> Goku says, fuck that. <laughs> Goku just absolutely says, fuck that, and starts trying to figure it out. Yeah, he starts, like, making... The Kamehameha, like, at the car they got from Yamcha, is like, I want to put my hands together here. Uh. Master... Oh, god damn it. (laughs) Master Roshi, would you like to come and live here and live with us? Nah, it's easier for me to live on my own. (laughs) Goku just does a fucking Kamehameha. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even say it, he just does it. Yeah, he just, like, puts his hands together and is just like, blah. And Oxing and Vassaroshi are freaking out. Yeah. It it came out! But it's still nothing compared to Master Roshi's. Amazing! Well, he is Gohan-san's son, after all. Grandson, after all. What? Gohan? You mean Son Gohan? Huh? Didn't you know, Master Roshi? Now I see. (laughs) That reminds me a little while back, Gohan mentioned to me how he was starting to raise a child he found with a tail. Uh-oh, I broke the car. <laughs> <laughs> if he can do that much, it seems like he's been trained quite well. Hey, boy, how's Grandpa Gohan? Grandpa already died. <laughs> what? Oh. oh, is that so? We lost a great man. Hey, how about coming to my house for a bit? With training, you might be able to get even stronger than me. Really? All right, then I'll come right after we get the Dragon Balls. That kid's really amazing, Yamcha-sama. Master Roshi rarely accepts disciples. To be chosen by that man is... Maybe we should give up on the Dragon Balls. No way! Remember, as long as we grab his tail, he'll lose all his power. But the bugged car we gave them got destroyed. We'll just have to trail after them without being noticed. There it is! Bulma finds the six-star, seven-star. It's the seven-star ball. Hooray! 
Hooray! Hooray! Haha! Looks like they found it! What? What? What happened? It's been totally wrecked! Goku's just like, ah! Eh, whatever. What are we gonna do now? If you need a car, you could take mine! Huh? <laughs> really? Out comes this, like, hover car with, like, World War II turrets on the front. <laughs> I, I said it once, said it a thousand times. Dragon Ball, the whole Dragon Ball series has the best looking vehicles. Are, like, mm-hmm. are you joking with this thing? This is, this is a hover tank, and it looks <laughs> gorgeous. Wow. It's a little old, but darn fast. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm going to ride in this, too. Time for the final Dragon Ball. Hmm. Doesn't seem to be nearby. I'll have to widen the range some more. Ah, there it is. To the west. Looks pretty far, though. Thanks, everyone. We really owe you. See you later. Bye-bye. Hey. Eh? Aren't you, uh, forgetting something? Our important promise. <laughs> so you did remember, huh? Just hold on a minute, okay? Oolong. Fuck, I saw the word oolong and I started to do oolong's voice. Oolong, come here. What? Just come on. Listen up. I promised to let the old guy touch my boobs in exchange for putting out the fire on Frypan Mountain so that we could get the Dragon Ball. I want you to transform and let him touch your chest in my place. You're gotta be kidding me. I've got nothing to do with this. Getting touched by some old guy is just as disgusting to me as it is to you anyway. Oh, I see. You want me to say PP then? You're gonna have a terrible death, you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) The best best thing is that Bulma's such a piece of shit, so they're all just like terrible people. (laughs) I love how bad they are to each other. (laughs) Yeah. This is this is the always always sunny gang before always sunny was real. Goku is Charlie, Bulma is D, Oolong is Dennis. Yamcha is fucking Mac just hanging around. <laughs> oh, did Yamcha get really fat at some point? No, sick. not unfortunately. That would be fantastic. Damn. What's uh, taking her so long? Hmm? What's going on? Ah, nothing, nothing. Bomb. <laughs> oolong is an oolong sized Bulma in bunny suit. How's this? Who the hell is that ugly pig? Are you blind or something? What a pain in the ass. How about this? It's perfect, right? Whoa. And becomes, like, Bulma's twin. Whoa, what a surprise. For a minute I was wondering why there was such a pretty actress out in a place like this. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, hey! (laughs) Master Master Roshi's sprinting. (laughs) This old man. Despite being such an accomplished guy, he's even a bigger pervert than I am. Mm, You're such a tease! Sorry! (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) This rushy face is disgusting. (laughs) Now then, please let me touch them already. Oh, how innocent. Is touching all you really want to do to me? Wouldn't you rather do a puff puff? 
Alright, this needs a little explaining. So, I, yeah, if you're not familiar, familiar with the work of Akira Toriyama, he, he has this running gag about... Is it a joke? <laughs> I don't know. If, it's not really a joke. It's pretty much just what he calls motorboating titties. He calls it Puff Puff. It's a, it was a thing in all the Dragon Quest games. There's always girls in bunny suits, and you can would go to what is basically a brothel and get the puff puff. <laughs> it's it's oh. just a thing. It's not like Jack said. It's not really a joke. It's just this weird thing that he does. <laughs> it's a it's a running. Th- it's like his signature. <laughs> yeah, his signature is his weird nickname for motorboating. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you rather do a puff puff? It's when you put your face between one boob and the other, and then go puff puff. <laughs> can this can this be the fucking thumbnail, Master Ricky? Oh, yeah. Going puff puff. <laughs> I want to make this my avatar on something. Yeah. <laughs> puff puff. That idiot. He doesn't have to go that far. Here. <laughs> Um, here's the, here's the titty. Puff 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 and another puff puff. Amazing. <laughs> I I'm full of bliss. I'm so glad I'm alive. Are you stupid? That was way overdone. You made me look like a total pervert. Slaps an oolong across the head. I wonder if they're finished. Hey Goku. Once we get a little older, will you come and take me as your bride? Eh? Take you as what? Oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Not really. If you're going to give me something, I'll take it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Goku's love is entirely transactional at this point. And I guess ever. Well, it's a, it's like a part of Goku's character that he doesn't really understand what the concept of a family is. So even when he has a family way down in the story, he still basically just considers them like his like really close friends. <laughs> Which is like, that's a running joke. That's a real joke. <laughs> no, yeah, because the whole thing is that he never actually got over like being a Saiyan. Whereas Vegeta, in, in like kind of like an ironic twist, Vegeta actually learns how to like love and have a family, whereas Goku doesn't. Oh, hilarious. Because I... Goku never really gets over his like Saiyan DNA, whereas Vegeta's able to move past it. What was the fucking tweet we were laughing about? Uh, the, oh yeah, Vegeta trying and failing to understand the concept of a lazy boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, like the it, whole thing in Dragon Ball Super, where Goku's really confused why Vegeta doesn't want to leave his pregnant wife for, like, a few months to go training. <laughs> He's like, well, you're not the one who's pregnant. And Vegeta's like, what are you talking about? She needs me! <laughs> I, I've i only seen some of Super, but everything I've seen is just like, oh, mwah, bless That's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, anyway. Let's finish this up. Yeah. See you later. Take care. Come again. You better come back. Puff, puff. <laughs> oh, fuck. All Down. right. Time for us to go to. Soya! Fucking Yamcha and Poir just in their little rat buggy. Yeah. Uh, that hover car does hover. It's just flying. Mm-hmm. Damn it. 
At this, at this rate, we'll lose them. I'm pretty sure we had the new quadrupled silver star type that goes faster than theirs. Let's change cars. We only have one Dragon Ball left to find now. I can't wait to see the dragon! Finally, there is only one Dragon Ball left. The day when wishes will come true grows ever closer. Next! Uh, <laughs> next! On Dragon Ball. <laughs> Number 16, Rabbit Ears. Oh, man. The <laughs> Master Roshi's face is gonna haunt me until I die. <laughs> <laughs> What a... Man. So... Oh, that's the show. That That's it. Yeah, um... that's it. Oh, I'll call it there. That was just another really excellent uh, chapter of Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I have it in me? No, Master Roshi's face is coming at me from all sides. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Bless up to Akira Toriyama. How old is this man? Yeah, it's just another one of those ageless manga cause. Oh, he's only 63. I thought he was, like, real old. Huh. Yeah, I mean, this happened in the 80s. He was probably, like, pretty young when he started it. Oh, yeah. Man, I always forget the Dragon Ball it was, like, 1984. It feels like it should be older and, and more, like, aged than it actually is, but it's it not. It doesn't feel old. That's yeah. the... Like, you go back to Phantom Blood, Battle Tendency, those show their age on their sleeves. Like, Well, that's because he went, his art style is so timeless. Yeah, it, it very much takes from, like, American cartoon proportions, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this could have been made anytime. It's just, like, like fun and it looks good. Like, oh man... Nothing else really looks like Dragon Ball other than Dragon Ball is a thing I'm coming to realize. Mm-hmm. Things have tried and failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but man. that's why even all of his work on old video games, like think of like all like look at fucking Chrono Trigger. That game still holds up because his visuals are just so timeless. Those little sprites look amazing because he gives them so much energy you look at other like old 16-bit games where the sprites like don't seem to have any personality or or like animation whereas chrono trigger you look at them and it's like wow they actually look like lively even though they're Mm. just these little pixel people yeah it's amazing what an art style will do uh to like preserve something like in time well not not fix it in time, but make it like so you can look back on it and be like, "Oh, this, this could, yeah, this is great. This is still looks good." Like mm-hmm. you look back at other some other like any kind of media like from that time, and you can like immediately see like, "Oh, this this was ma- this is of its time." Dragon Ball does not feel of its time is what my rambling mind is come to. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so thank you for joining us for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. I hope you'll join us again, and I hope you Mm -hmm. enjoyed yourself. Yeah. As always, you can find us on SoundCloud. That's the the one with all the episodes. Got them there. Mm -hmm. iTunes, Google Play. Like, go, go listen to them. Go like them. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Love it when you do that. Give us a review. Mm -hmm. Um find us on twitter at jojo underscore cast if you want to talk to us i don't know why you would want to do that 
Um, and <laughs> always weekly, I put the links to all of our stuff in r slash Stars Crusaders. Put t- like that top post, like that post. Put it up there. Love it when I see the high numbers, and not just like one, two. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, guys, have a great week. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.